Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, the Christmas special. Whoa, I'm Matt Acevedo. This is Christian Humes, and we have a very special guest today, Mr. Jay Holtem. Hello. Yeah, writer for Cloak and Dagger, good friend of ours, uh, Hamilton's extraordinaire. Oh, it's yeah. It's so good to see you, man. It's good to be here, man. It's been a hot second. It's nice to be here with you guys. That's, thanks for having me on. Christian was like, Jay's going to come guest. I'm like, oh, Jay, I don't know. I don't know which Jay could be. Yep. <laughs> Jay Jason walked up, and I was like, oh, oh, dude, what's exactly. up, Exactly. Same thing. It was like, we're going to be at Matt's house. I'm like, okay, some dude may not name Matt. I don't know who that guy is. It's fine. Small world. I love you it. Don't, you I don't give us it, no man. information, man. I didn't realize you knew each other, but I guess I should have known that. Yeah, we all know each other from the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That's true. That's, that's true. Fair. We do. Yeah, that's we so funny. Each other we all met thing. in the same way. What the hell, Christian? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. So, like, Matt and I do... I mean, we we all do this thing called Hamiltons. Yeah. But I don't think I met you there. If I did, it would have been so long. It was a long time ago. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know yeah. Matt now through Chris and Omar, but like from this year, not oh, from Hamilton. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, which is why I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I think we were at the same Hamiltons, but I don't think we ever we interacted because there were yeah. just so many people. Because right. I've been going since the second one. Yeah, I, I would. That's yeah, I no, that yeah, one. that's yeah. I was at the huh. second one. We I were all I, we were again. We were all in the same place. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. multiple times. Small <laughs> world. Small world. But yeah. I wouldn't want to clean it. Yeah. No. I no, 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 no. <laughs> the second one was fun. I did the world was wide enough. Anyways, yeah. we're getting, we're getting <laughs> ahead of ourselves. Uh, guys, this is a very fun podcast where we, it's, it's a fun podcast. That's, yeah, uh, but where we guys, we put up, we are trying to find out who the ultimate fictional character is. Mm-hmm. And today we thought we'd mm-hmm. throw, because it is the holiday season, that we do a Christmas special. And these people, whoever wins today, will all will be in our Division 2 finale. Yeah, it's not like a separate just for fun. It's just like there are so many holiday-themed fictional characters oh, okay. that... Mm-hmm. We felt like, okay, let's break our rules and not pull from this bucket. We made a smaller one of like 20 Christmas style characters. Yeah. Because I do, like, if I put them in the regular bucket, it's like it'd be weird if Jack Frost, we were talking about him in October or something. That would be weird. So, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that, doesn't, that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we'll do it now. And then the next time this rolls around, we'll pull again from the same. Same yeah. characters. Yeah. And today we have a very, very interesting matchup, guys. Yeah. Our first matchup, we have the Wet Bandits versus Ralphie Parker. Uh, very, two very, and we're, we're putting them together, the, yeah. you know, the Wet Bandits. Yeah, so they're a unit. Yeah, very unit. Uh, so why don't we just go ahead and jump right on into this first fight? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool. I think let's let's introduce first. We have the Wet Bandits. They mm-hmm. are criminals. Yes, they <laughs> are. Right? Yeah. They are they criminals. Are criminals. Uh, they're not the most clever criminals. No. No. So they are actually pretty good at being criminals. Yeah, but they have an axe to grind. (laughs) They've got an axe to grind, but like up until the events of Home Alone, they seem to have been pretty successful. That's fair. They've built a solid reputation. I mean, the wet bandit thing is a little weird, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone's got to have a signature. Yeah. So like, it seems like they're pretty good at this crime thing. It's just they didn't count on a sociopath. No, absolutely not. And, uh, you know, but in... I don't know. To, to their credit, like they tried their best. Yeah, they, they did really what they did. could do. They, they. I feel like in a normal heist, it would be or a normal theft, it would be they would work. It would have been fine. It would have yeah. worked out just fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the thing that people forget about is you guys know why they're called the Wet Bandits. Yeah, I mean. I forgot. I actually well, forgot. After they steal from the house, they like turn all the water yeah. on and everything, and it like either freezes the pipes in the winter or the floods of the house. Yeah. So I know someone that did this. What? what? I know someone that did this. Actually, I've, I've come across two people in my life that have done this thing. Not stolen, but uh, there was this 
another sociopath uh, in, in my high school. Uh, I'm not going to call out names here anymore. But um, he he was the neighbor of my good friend Andrew. Yeah. And so if anyone wants to figure out who it is. Uh, and one time when Andrew's family went away for vacation, he broke the garage. Their garage was like in the basement. He broke the garage window and then turned their hose on and just stuck it through the window and like flooded their basement. Why did he oh do this? To, what did Andrew do to him? The kid was just a psychopath. <laughs> it's just, wow. But what's even crazier is my first apartment that I lived in here one day, my roof was like had water coming through on the yeah. ceiling. So I went, I went to the landlord and I was like, hey, there's water coming through the ceiling. And he goes, oh, there must be like a leak upstairs or something. He said, we're actually having a problem with them. So he goes, uh, you know, go knock on their door. And I was like, there's no one there. And he said, oh, they're actually supposed to be getting evicted. So they had to call the police. The police came in. They had to break the door down. And so because they were getting evicted like the next day, they just like took all their stuff. They turned on all the water. Wow. They clogged everything up and then like flooded. Wow. Dude, uh-huh. that's freaking insane. It that's crazy. Nuts. That's really so, crazy. Having had experience with that, I have to say two things. A, they're super jerks. <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're like the worst people. It's such an inconvenience. Yes. Yeah. But B... Good on them. It's a, good move, <laughs> right? it's a clever move because not only are they like, we're going to violate your space, but we're also going to make this just an ongoing problem right. for yeah. you. We're going to make sure you remember us. Whereas I really look at it as like it's a desperate cry for help. Oh, it feels to me like, like wow. okay. they like Daniel Stern. I forget the character's name, but Daniel Stern, he wants to get out of this life of crime. He wants to break this cycle. He's trying to get caught. He's yeah. leaving a signature at all these crimes. And even Joe Pesci is like, what are you doing? He's like, we're going to be the wet bandits. And I'm just looking at him like, no, he wants to get caught. He's trying real hard. He's got to just listen to him. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a wow. sensitive soul. Yeah. I think he was really. Well, I know, that's a very, yeah, very empathetic. I, to me, growing up, I'm like, nah, screw these guys. Like, yeah. hey, they yeah. get what's coming to them. Take that paint bucket yeah. to the head. You know? <laughs> you know, what would have been a great move is if. They were also like plumbers on the side. Oh, see now that would have yeah. been smart. Right, would have been great. Damn. Because then, then they're getting the call <laughs> later. So they're getting the work. Then they get to return to the scene of the crime. Like, oh, what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. You're That's, just saying that these are just broken people who just, are just obviously they're just they're yeah. just shattered. You know, they're, just, they're driving around whatever Shermer, Illinois, or whatever mm-hmm. fancy town that is, looking at these people living their lives. Flying off to Paris with like what a sixteen kids, seventeen kids. I don't, I don't remember how many kids are in the McAllister family. There's a lot of There's them, a lot, yeah. and they're all going like first class to Paris. Yeah. And these guys are just burning with jealousy and they're just lashing out. Yeah, I think they just you know needed some love. So and, are you? Do you think that these kind of represent like this? They kind of represent the, the struggle of like the lower class. Oh yeah, like it's, they, it's all it's all a metaphor for the working class and the, the cruelty laid upon them by the children of the upper classes. It's really and the upper class it's deep. wins. Oh, okay. every time. <laughs> now, see, this is a good point because this brings us over to Ralphie. Ralphie is a, a weird one for me because his family is something I never got a quite a good understanding of. Like, He's like middle class. What their yeah. status yeah. was? Solid yeah, because they clearly class. have money, but yeah. at the same time, I feel like they were that like sort of new look at the idea of almost like ugly Americans mm-hmm. where although they had money, like everything kind of felt a little dirty. Yeah. Everything yeah. felt very unclean and messy with yeah. that family. But and was, I, I think that's why it resonates with people. Right. But I it was also that. the 30s. Everything was a little dirtier in the sure, 30s. Sure, like, yeah. sure. It was sure. just cleaning I mean, it's products the, hadn't really been invented yet. It was yet. depression, man. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> but most of the time people like to look at that era right. with like, like everything has been has a nice shine, oh, yeah. right? Like yeah. we rarely are showing people go through that era. 
uh, unless it's supposed to be about a struggle. Right. If it's a Christmas story, that's not no. typically, and that's what I think. Like people like resonate with like the angry dad oh, in that yeah. movie. They oh yeah, they do. Oh yeah, for He's sure. Great. Yeah. yeah, I love the dad in that movie. He's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I do too. He's so funny. Dude. That leg, leg lamp, and then no one appreciates his leg lamp. He's so great. <laughs> But Ralphie, I don't know. I kind of, I feel like I related to Ralphie. You yeah. Know? Like, oh yeah. He he wanted something really really awesome. His parents didn't want to give it to him. And right. as a kid, like you know, he had to kind of like learn learn like you know that you might not get this, but but he was like pretty appreciative when he did get. It. But then yeah. he he learned a very valuable lesson that your parents are that, always right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I, it's just such a nice. It, it's just I, I find him so real. Yeah. You know, yeah. I find Ralphie yes. to be so yes. relatable. And yes. Yeah. Like I grew up, I I went through some things like things like that, you know. Oh man, yeah. Like I can remember all the things that I wanted at Christmas that like I should not have been given. That like, yeah. For well, God's sake, lawn darts. Oh mine, my you God. Know what mine was was freaking... lawn darts. <laughs> <laughs> like right? Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Don't give kids lawn Those darts. Are yeah. dangerous. <laughs> yes. My BB gun equivalent to Ralphie was sock and boppers. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I just I all every year I wanted sock and boppers and I never got them until like eventually I got them and then my brother punched me in the face and made me cry. I was like, this is not fun. Exactly. Uh, obviously. Know? But it was so they made that commercial so great. You yeah. Know? That is that is good. You know. If we talk about the kid as his personality, there's there are things with him that I was able to relate to even more. It's like the bullying at the yeah. school oh, where yeah. he's A, getting picked on, but then there's like the scenes with him and his friends daring each other to do stupid things, yeah. the right. peer pressure. And then when he beats up the bully, oh. yeah. like, that scene is like ingrained. And it feels so real, like yeah. the blood yeah. and the snow and everyone's sweaty and wet. It's super yeah. cathartic, and it, but it's also oh, a little yeah. scary about like that level of anger and like what is he ten? Right, it's deep. Yeah. It's really deep. But yeah, right. no, I was totally that kid. I was totally uh-huh. Ralphie. Ralphie and I, we go way back. Like, like we all did. Tight. Like Same. we all did that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. In, in a way, it kind of reminds me of like a first like South Park. It kind of reminds me of, like the core of South Park. Crew. Oh yeah, right on. <laughs> you, know? you know, like it was, they just do stupid things and they just dare each other and stuff. Like I don't know, we went through that phase. Exactly. Yeah. I like, mean, I knew better than to, to look a. Uh, uh, flagpole. Yeah, that was that was not bright. Yeah. yeah. Now, if we're comparing both the you know uh, the wet bandits and Ralphie, like they're, yeah. I would say Ralph is a little more higher status, right? Oh yeah. Like, you know, he's he's middle class. They're oh, definitely yeah. struggling. Uh, so I don't know. What do you think? Like, has who who like ah? Like, I relate really well to Ralphie, and I'm wondering if the wet bandits they they do something that we don't see enough of. Like they represent things that we don't see quite enough of. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, typically when you have thieves, they're just straight up villains, but they actually want you to kind of like these villains. Yeah. yeah. They want you to be fun, especially Marv. Like, yeah. You, you know he's being taken advantage of. Exactly. The whole time. Oh, poor Marv. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. God. I mean, I feel bad for them, but I do feel like I identify with Ralphie more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ralphie. And Ralphie is in some ways more Christmassy. I think there's got to be a Christmassy scale here. Oh, yeah. I and Ralphie. Oh, yeah, for the oh, holiday yeah. special. That's a good point. There has to be a Christmassy scale. Yeah. Hey, Ralphie is definitely, mm. it is. he is a more Christmassy character. You yeah. Know, I, I think part of that is all uh, TBS's 24 hour marathon. Christmas that helps. Story, so yep. thank you, TBS, for that. Yep. Um, but I do identify with Ralphie as more of a Christmas. Character yeah. than the wet bandits. The wet bandits could that could have been any yeah. time. It could have been any time of year they they were doing their thing. And, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. I'm struggling to think of you know like if they were put. Let's say they were Ralphie was in his home and the wet bandits came in to steal <laughs> stuff. Right. Oh, that oh. would not end well for Ralphie. I, no, right. Because no, he would he would try to shoot his eye out. Yes. Like he would try to shoot them, but he would shoot his eye. <laughs> he out. would like, shoot his own eye. He out. would shoot his yeah. eye out. But. Yeah. 
The one thing I am thinking is maybe he wouldn't though, right? Because I was just thinking about the Ovaltine. Mm-hmm. Robbie's like a little like mini detective. Yeah. He might yeah. just like leave the house and like follow them and like get clues to catch them later. He might he might he take the try. stance of like not fighting to win the fight. You know, Ralphie would definitely run away. He would 100% right. oh, yeah. run away. And then he might right? try to follow him, but I don't Ralphie does not scream competent to me. Mm. Ralphie's pre, I mean, he couldn't even help his dad change a tire. Oh, he that's had right. One job. That's right. One job and he screwed that up and then he cursed. I feel oh, like yeah. oh, I forgot about that scene. That's right. Like yeah. I feel like Ralphie the I feel he'd just run. He'd yeah, run and hide. His age is getting the best of him. You know? yeah. yeah. I got to actually, now that you remind me of that scene, <laughs> if there's anyone scene that resonates with me, it's that scene when he curses. Oh, that scene is so great. And he looks at his dad, and you know he's in so much trouble. <laughs> and I was just like, every time I'd watch that, I'd get like almost <sighs> like PTSD. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. As someone who helped my dad with a lot of household projects and screwed up oh, a lot of things, man. that yeah. one that one hit home. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so then, the I, like, I, I, this is tough, because... They're both very flawed uh-huh. characters. Like yes. these are flawed characters we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like I'm trying to think of a scenario that would I would prefer one over the other. You know. Well, like, all right. So if you had to go Christmas shopping, yeah, with Ralphie or the Wet Bandits, and that you're doing this for your family and friends, so you're bringing them along as like to help me to help shop? you shop for presents. I'm bringing the Wet Bandits. You're bringing the Wet Bandits. Why? Because they're gonna steal things. <laughs> For my friends and family, whereas Ralphie, I'm pretty sure, is just going to spend the entire time Whining. asking me to buy him stuff. Ah, that's a, that's good a point. really good point, man. You're never going to leave the toy aisle. No. 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 And it really is just going to keep asking about that goddamn Red Rider BB gun. Yeah. That's yep. going to be really annoying. He's probably going to break something, too, in yeah. the store. Yeah, 100%. And you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, whereas God, definitely, me this the Wet Bandits are going to steal a lot of things, but I think they'll they'll share the loot. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They're very honorable, I can see, amongst... Yeah. Honor amongst thieves and whatnot. Which of these characters, and it's possible like there isn't actually a good answer. They could be almost equal as far as ground goes here. But which of these characters do you think is a, a more original fictional character? Because Ralphie is Ooh. a very good representation of a character that I think Ooh. wasn't really shown. Hmm. Yeah. But the Wet Bandits are this also very different take on thieves that we also don't see. Interesting. And both for their time... You know when they were when that when those movies came out were like like you said that was like kind of like the first of its kind yeah for both of them I think yeah huh. yeah because right now like I just feel like well yeah we think Ralphie is a, a more well rounded character yeah but I also think the Wet Bandits are a more fun character we yeah. need to try to find something to like split these two off I, I feel like the Wet Bandits are more original okay yeah I feel that because yeah. Ralphie I mean Ralphie is pretty standard kid he's real he's real he's, he's real. taken Which from is real nice. life. And yeah, it's based on all those things. But the Wet Bandits are like, I don't know, comic book char- cartoon characters yes. come to life. Yes. And mm-hmm. there's something more re- weirdly more real or more original about that, especially in Home Alone. That wasn't like a thing you saw. Right. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what, too? Now that I think about it, Marv, Marv in particular, mm-hmm. but uh, the Wet Bandits altogether, they have an almost supernatural level of resilience. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at Home Alone 2, Marv and like Joe... Uh, Joe Pesci's character, what was his name? Um, I can't remember. Uh, I forget. Leo? 
I don't know. Leo! The wet bandits, like, they take bricks to the head from, like, multiple stories up. Yes. And then they continue into the house where he falls (laughs) through the floor and then gets electrocuted. Yeah, so that's a good point. He's still going. They're still going. They have such, they're like an anime character, man, just taking all these hits. (laughs) Yeah, no. There must be some sort of healing factor. (laughs) There's definitely a healing factor. He's, like, unbreakable. (laughs) (laughs) Slash those you know traps aren't as bad as we think you know like there's also that the car battery would probably be pretty bad after you got hit in the head with a brick and fell through the floor but it's like all put together by a 10 year old so his understanding of physics and might be a little it's a little lax yeah that's true that's true so it might not be as bad as we think but yeah they're pretty tough yeah and i think that adds to their originality yeah right yeah yeah yeah, I think they get the edge. Mm, I gotta, I gotta give them the edge. Here. I think they're on a slight edge as well. That's kind of crazy. At first, going into this, I was like, "There's no chance." There's no, no chance. I didn't. But I'm like kind of leaning towards them too because, like, you, like you said, that we haven't seen these kinds of characters before, no. and like, you know, like just Home Alone in general is just such a staple. Like, yes. you know, maybe I, I grew up in the '90s and I knew that was like a big deal for me. You know, it's like made, made it. They also made kids feel like they can uh, do anything. Yeah. Like, as a kid, like, I can take on a bad guy. It's like, <laughs> I can take on these guys, you know? Yep. Uh, and Ralphie, I just think he's just uh, kind of a little whiny baby because he's a real kid. Yep. And Which you don't want to hang out with a 10 year old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, we don't want to yeah. hang out with a 10 year old. If you had to get a beer. Oh, yeah. No, wet bandits, hands down. Right. That'd be great. Absolutely. And, like, you know, and, and at the end of the day, Ralphie, he just, he didn't listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. He was out to do his thing and it, it, Bit him in the butt. Yep. You know, big like, time. Big time. In his big face. time. You know, he's, like, I don't want to hang out with someone that's stubborn. Yeah. You know? It's all his own fault. The okay. wet bandits are undone because they didn't count on a 10 year old sociopath. Yeah. Like, they would have been fine. Okay. Left to their own devices, they'd be fine. Well, I think we call it for wet bandits. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to call it. Yeah. I think we're going to go wet bandits. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ralphie. Yeah. You're <laughs> out. Shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> okay. Well, then we got to do the next one, which is. Yeah, the next one, it's funny how we have the Wet Bandits, because uh, up next, we have Krampus versus Kevin McAllister. Oh. Right, which, I mean, you can't, Home Alone, I think, as we were just talking about the Wet Bandits, Home Alone is made not just because of Kevin McAllister, but also because of the Wet Bandits. Exactly. Yeah. But they're also nothing without Kevin, Kevin McAllister. McAllister. Right. Mm-hmm. And Krampus versus Kevin McAllister is basically the same. It's like, hmm, Let's think about a demonic character who's going yeah. to ruin your life yeah. mm-hmm. and hurt you in a myriad surprising ways. And I don't, I don't know which one of those I'm going to call <laughs> Kevin McAllister and which one is Krampus. There, this is this is this is going to be tough. Uh, this is real tough. Krampus is a character that I think is relatively new to most pop yeah. culture. Yeah, I, yes. I totally agree. Right. It didn't really get like mainstream, like for lack of a better term, mainstream until recently. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I know Krampus is all the rage right now. Everyone, <laughs> that is very cool. High Q rating. What's the, there's like the even there's like a there's a movie. A fest, there's a movie yeah. which is great yeah. from the, the guy who made Trick or Treat, and I love both those movies. Uh, but there's even like a whole. Krampus Festival and stuff like that. Because he's from like a folklore, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the character 
or the concept is thousands of years old. Right. Or, yeah. Okay. It goes all the way back, and in some ways, is like I think goes back before Santa Claus. Sure. That Santa Claus is awesome. the cleaned up version of Krampus. That, oh. oh, that's true. Yeah. So oh, I, I did not know. Yeah, that. Krampus. I'm pretty sure predates Santa Claus. That's awesome. Yeah. I is, totally. You know. I want Krampus on like the next Stranger Things, like the old school Krampus. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Christmas special. That'd oh, be sick. that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be super sick. Or but maybe Krampus, on the new dude, like Sabrina. <laughs> the whole thing about Krampus was that it was the opposite of Santa, where it was scare. Tactics. So right. it was like, right. if you're a bad kid, Krampus will come in and kidnap you. Exactly. Way worse than oh Cole. Way worse than Cole. Krampus yeah. will Way come and drag your Cole. soul to hell. He's yeah. like, is a lot more threatening. He's very similar design wise to what people picture almost like Satan, like yes. as yeah. well, yeah. right? He's got very, horns, sort of yeah. like goat like. Totally so goat like claws. I would say he kind of looks like the Sabrina Satan. Yeah. Sabrina. Like he kind of looks, yeah. A little bit. He's a lot of the time shown in fiction as well as. Almost looking cat-like too, because he's been like very like black and furry. Yeah, yeah. Like so, there's like this weird amalgamation of some animals and human parts all put together. Just all terrifying. It's all bad. Yeah, but then you have this demonic kind of kid, hey. scary, the yeah. scary kid. Quick, what ten-year-old immediately jumps to? I'm going to build death traps in my house. Yeah, so, I'm not going to call nine one one. You know, both people kind of have death traps. <laughs> if we saw anything from the new Krampus movie, is that he, yeah. he kind of goes Jack Skellington and turns everything into like monster toys? Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin McAllister, like, come on. Like yeah. that's that's pretty evil. I can see that coming a mile away, Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> so I so Kevin McAllister, and this is probably going to be a point against Kevin McAllister. So Kevin McAllister, I think, can be very impressionable on young psychopaths like myself. Yes. When I was uh, a younger child, my brother and I, having loved Home Alone, decided to like we would booby trap our room oh, for no. like when my older brother would come in, oh. and eventually it like really escalated <laughs> like, oh to the point like where we did the thing where like he'd walk in the door and we'd have like some books on top of the door and the books would fall and like. Uh, we were like building you like really hurt someone like yeah, correct that. but Christian when geez. i was like eight years old you watch like you know wiley the coyote do these things it doesn't matter that's true right yeah, that's true they can't 100%. get hurt no right they're so cartoons when you're eight years old well, you, I get, I get where Chris is coming from. When you see a kid doing it, it's like, like I said, like we talk about the what bandits, yeah. like yeah. I can do that to real people. I can stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we tested terrifying. them with like helmets. We'd put helmets on. <laughs> I'd like go through the door and see if it would knock me down. That, the, the, <laughs> uh, the, the influence and the power that Kevin right. has spread. He's yeah. like making a child army without even knowing <laughs> it. <laughs> in some ways, he's worse than Krampus. So much worse. If so I were trapped worse. in a house with Krampus or Kevin McAllister, it's hard. To know, let's assume Kevin McAllister is against me. It's right. hard to know which one would be scarier. I would be much more worried about Kevin McAllister. I would too. One hundred percent. One also, I think you can convince Krampus that I'm okay. I think you can. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're, you like, can if bring you're, Krampus around. Let's be real. If you're like, if you're good. Yeah, you don't have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, he's just taking the bad ones. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. let him take the bad ones. <laughs> exactly. No, he's, yeah. yeah, he's fine. This but Kevin McAllister, be punished. he would yeah. punish the crap out of Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would be in trouble bad. with Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would have nothing to worry about. I'd have I, a lot of problems. I feel like you can placate Krampus mm. and deal with it. I and mean, you know, also you can just sort of survive Krampus. Yeah, sure. exactly. Like you just like sure. hide in a closet or somewhere. You like make yourself real small, and eventually it's going to be Boxing Day. You can make and he's going to go with away. Devils. Yeah, but you he's just going to go away. You just have to like stay out of his way. Yeah. Whereas Kevin McAllister is going to hunt you down. There's no negotiating with Kevin McAllister. No, there is Kevin no... McAllister grows up 
and uh, becomes like Jack Bauer or something. You Basically, know? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin McAllister doesn't like believe Jason in Bourne. white flags. He only believes in victory or mutual <laughs> or destruction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he does not quit until the job is done. No. Um, which is weird because that's also in many ways, I think, a point for Kevin McAllister. <laughs> the fact that this child is more dangerous than a demon. <laughs> <laughs> is that really in his favor? Are we going as we gonna... far as maybe like originality goes? All right. All right, yeah. all right. right. Fair enough. Like in many ways. Now, sure, like Krampus is a, a story that is now permeated and lasted thousands yeah. of years. That's uh, true. It's the so original. You original. have to, yeah, you have to give it up for Krampus. But maybe you could say Ken McAllister's like a reinterpretation yeah. of that's true. Of his evil. And definitely, like, I'm sure a thousand years from now, people will be told, be careful, <laughs> or Kevin McAllister will come and leave booby traps for you. Yeah. So stay in your bed on Christmas Eve, kids. And I think that that's legit, and I think that we should ma- start making that happen right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone listening to this, start telling your kids that if they're bad, <laughs> Kevin McAllister is going to booby trap their room. And Krampus is like, I'm out of a job. Yeah, that's the thing. See, Kevin McAllister can put Krampus out of a job. Krampus cannot put Kevin McAllister <laughs> out of a job. Damn. Right? If we, that's a, okay, yeah. We got to think I of think, some other situations yeah, here. You but, know, like, but, so that's what I was going to say. But at the same time, realistically speaking, and, and this, is, this is a really hard point against Krampus, I don't know, as much as, as, much as Kevin McAllister is a psycho, I don't know if I'd want to go get a slice of pizza with Krampus. I don't think I'd want to go to the no. Getty Center with Krampus. No. I wouldn't want to go see a Dodgers game with no. Krampus. Like, all of those things would be just very strange. strange. I, I wouldn't even want to go on, like, a ride-along with him, you know? Like, oh, this is Christian Hume's house. <laughs> We're going to go in there. I'm like, oh, no, go Krampus. I don't no, want to. I don't want to, don't want to see take this. his soul. <laughs> Yeah, no, this sounds, yeah, no. I definitely don't want to hang out. Yeah, he's not, I don't think Krampus is a big conversationalist anyway. No. I feel like it's mostly snarls and, and growls. Right, yeah, stomping. a lot of stomping. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of guttural sounds and not really I feel like he'd, go, he'd be fun to drink with, though. I feel like he'd be yeah. like. okay. He'd, I think I'd he, do I shots think, with Krampus. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. have you ever seen, like, the Krampus, like, like, Krampus yeah. festivals and everything. Everyone's yeah, wearing yeah. masks and stuff. And oh, yeah. They're like drinking, going to town, and, like having a blast. But it's, it's like, like Northern European Burning Man. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But I feel like it's very like Iceland where you're drinking, but I feel yeah. like he's drinking like, I don't know, fermented rotten yes. shark meat. Yes. Yes. That's and exactly listening what to death doing. metal. And <laughs> I, I can't do that for like that long. Yeah, maybe yeah, there's, yeah. there's just not as much depth, I think, for yeah. Krampus as, as a character. Because right. as, as far as his personality goes, he is very, like, one track. Right. And Kevin McAllister is very much, like, hot cocoa. That is like true. Pentatonic. He does, he does. You know, like, he's pretty chill. Pentatonics? He's pretty, he's going to be pretty chill. <laughs> yeah. And he does have a heart. Like, we, yeah, we, we yeah he does. Yeah, he likes he that does. old man. With the bird lady, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The old guy. You know, yeah. he does wish them a Merry Christmas. He calls yes. them filthy animals, but he does wish yes. them a Merry That's Christmas. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, and he is in a tough position. Yep. Listen. Yeah, he's a kid who, you know, when you push a kid far enough, right? what does a kid do? He rebels. Exactly. You know? He's left home alone. His family yeah. goes all the way to France, doesn't even notice that he's gone. It's like messed up. Yeah. That's, that's a very true good yeah, point. That is he's got a lash out. He has got a, yeah, that is sad. The McAllister parents are the definition of negligence. They're real bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're bad at it a lot. Yeah. I don't know why Charles Protective Services haven't been called in. It's it's not good. It's incredible that he's this competent. Exactly. But he's again, he's just he's dealing with these feelings that he can't quite process. He's 10. He doesn't understand how to process my mm. parents don't really love me. So he's yeah. just lashing out. And like that's understandable. I feel that. 
I think that's it. I think yeah. so too. I, I gotta call that. It. Wow, yeah. this also this is fascinating. Kevin McCausser yeah. defeats Peter's Krampus, <laughs> <laughs> which is also a movie I would watch. I would. I would, I would watch Hell that yeah. movie a lot. Only if they get growing up Macaulay Culkin. Oh, absolutely. To do it, absolutely. that they need to make. I would. Oh they need my God. to make that. Yes, please. They Dude. could even just not because there's no way they're gonna get the rights to the Home Alone series, but they could just do Macaulay Culkin versus Krampus, absolutely. and I would oh, watch yeah, that. I would movie. watch that. For Are sure. you listening, Blumhouse? Are yes. you listening? <laughs> there you go. It'd be this so graphic. I'd love million it. dollar idea. Yes, there you go. Is. Just handed to you for free. For free. Dude, that'd be sick. Do it. That'd be so sick. Um, wow. Well, we have our final matchup and it is one, a classic wow. matchup for the ages. <laughs> this is the only way this is going to turn out. There's no other way for this to come. This is how this was going to happen. You know, for a hot minute at the beginning, it's it, when we were talking about how much we resonated with Ralph. I was like, oh, oh maybe the Wet Bandits aren't going to make it. Yeah, yeah I know, that's what I but thought. still, but here we are. Yeah, wet Bandits versus <laughs> the Calcer, <laughs> the OG matchup. The universe will have it no other way. Exactly. This was, it was faded from the beginning. This is now, People are really going to think we're, we're just like, this is all being faked now. No, <laughs> this, this is, is a hashtag ad. This is an ad for Universal. 100%. <laughs> this was, no, this is, yeah. I will attest to it. This is, a, it just turned out this way. Correct. Yeah. No yeah. pre-planning. Exactly. And we're just guys. We're just people. <laughs> yeah. You know? And this is our opinion. Yeah. So, so I got to say, I mean, it's hard to avoid the direct comparison of the fact that Kevin McCallister has defeated the Bandits. <laughs> twice. Tw- yeah, twice. Twice. Yeah. twice. shown them up. Now, they've shown real tenacity. They don't like to give up. No. And they take a real beating. They don't go down easy. Yeah. But in a in a square off like who would win in a scenario where they're going head to head against each other, we already know the outcome of that. So we, we do. Really need to come at this from some different I directions. Mean, we, we're basing on this is the third meeting between these two, and so Kevin's was... got to come in with with a little bit of confidence. Is right. Right now he's Absolutely. he's up two zero. <laughs> you know yeah. he's faced he them is. twice. Yeah. It's it's you know what in a way they're kind of similar aren't they? They're yeah. very similar. They're very similar very characters. Similar. Like you yeah. know we were just talking about how uh, Kevin McAllister is like neglected and mm-hmm. like his parents don't even know him. Probably uh, probably the same thing with uh, the oh, Wet yeah. Bandits. Yeah, you know, know, like, the, the Wet Bandits did not have a good childhood. They're driven both of them driven by trauma, yeah. by pain. These are very dark movies, you guys. I know everyone likes to think these Home Alone movies fun kid. No, no, these are dark. Psychological dramas of the soul. Mm. It is yeah. very serious, you guys. Really, super, super serious. One hundred percent. Yeah. You know, um, some things that they have in common. Yes. yes. Personality-wise, you brought up the cry for help. Oh yeah. Oh. Ken McCallister also neglected. He's yep. in a family of like I don't know a hundred children. I know. There's so many. So many. They keep forgetting him. Yeah. 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 And they for they just leave him yep. twice. Yep. Same time of year. Yep. At Christmas. At Christmas. At Christmas. On a flight. They left him in New York City in the hands of Donald Trump. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Again, Child Protective Services. I, yeah. No, I feel every booby trap is, a, is just a plea for mommy love me. Is obviously just a cry for daddy. Just pay attention to me. See me in this paint can that I'm going to drop on this guy's house. And um, yeah. dang. another thing they have in common is they, they are both very like linear mindset where like Kevin and they don't learn Kevin hasn't learned in the first movie part of the message was like oh you know like the scary salt guy it was just like he was just like this old kind man like he would have helped you out from the get go if you if you you know didn't be afraid of strangers right which is like strangers are invading his home so the whole thing is like fear of strangers but in the end like strangers are also able to help him and in the second movie it's the same thing he's terrified of the bird lady just ask for just ask for help dude 
he should have learned yep. from the first guy, and he, he didn't. But no. also, when the wet bandits get out of prison and they run into Kevin McAllister, what do they do? We're going to go after the kid yeah, no. that yeah, whoops not. our butts? No, that's, yeah. That, they should have been like, we need to get out of this city. Hubris. That should have yeah, been like, we need exactly. to stay away from this kid. And also, when he realized it was them... Just call, again, call nine one one. Yes, yeah. You're eleven years old now, Kevin. You know how to call nine one one. He's in a hotel. Yeah, now, but I think now he's like, it's like he likes it. Yeah, he's got a taste yeah. for it. He's got a it. taste for yeah. it. He's, he's got some. Get some. Uh, never mind. <laughs> what did you think of you their? Know, going with that. Yeah. What did oh, you yeah. think of their reinvention as the Sticky Bandits? It's not. It's not it's as good no, branding. No it doesn't work as well. Yeah. No. Wet Bandits was that they should have stayed there. They yeah. got to get the, they get some demar- demerits on that one. They get marked down on like trying to switch it up. Like, nope, you had a brand. Stick to your brand. <laughs> yep, yep. And I would say in the like the first one, I like their tactics. I could see like Kevin McAllister growing up and like doing that, like what oh, yeah. bandits kind of a thing. Oh yeah, you know? like it seems very. It's pretty clever. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. dang clever. Yeah. You know, and uh, I can see them like they're similar in that way. You know, right? I mean, you know, there's definitely a Home Alone sequel out there somewhere where Kevin is now breaking into people's houses. Yeah. And he's now the wet bandit, and we just marvel at the the circular nature of life and the human condition. Yeah, it's just it's. But they do lose a point for that second. Yeah, they, that. no, they totally lose a point on that. Yeah, because you know, what are they doing? And his booby traps do get more and more elaborate. Yeah, and more exciting, which is good. He he does learn. He learns more ways to torture other human beings. Uh, and has probably moved on to small animals. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think they usually start on small animals, and then they go. <laughs> uh, he probably just practiced on his, one of his many brothers. Like oh, if right. Of, like, exactly. par- if anything, his parents have shown that a child can disappear and they will never notice. Like, there may They're have like, been... there used to be eight of us, right? Yeah. And Kevin's like, no. No, there were only five. <laughs> Who would you guys rather spend Christmas with? Would you rather spend Christmas with... Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister? Because oh. you're, you're eating pizza, you're hanging out, you're watching TV... You're building some booby traps. The wet bandits are working. Yeah, they go to yeah. work on oh, Christmas. I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah. I don't want to work on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's I want to just, like, no pull a string and drop some bricks on some guy's head. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, you know. Man, poor guys. I, I just w- feel so bad for them, right? guys. I just, like. Let's say you ordered Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. Guess your house. You're putting together, I don't know, maybe like a, a, a basic, like, steak, potatoes, asparagus kind of thing. Nothing too fancy. Something simple. Yep. But it's for four. So you need. A hand, right. right? They've got the instructions there. Who do you want as your sous chef there? You want the Wet Bandits or you want Kevin McAllister? Huh. I would go Kevin McAllister because he'd probably do like some sort of like you know Pee Wee's Playhouse contraption <laughs> to make everything. Oh. I feel like he's kind of a he'd genius. Like Rube Goldberg, this yeah, thing. yeah. I don't know. I feel like I go the other way because I again remember that Kevin's eleven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I and was thinking. And he's just going to get real distracted real quick. He's going to think that's someone's true. breaking in. That's what I was thinking. He's going to be off doing some crazy nonsense. I feel and like just want to get a pizza. Yeah, and that's why he gets left true. behind half the time. That's true. He, he doesn't pay attention. Yep, he, he has to do his own thing. Not focused on details. Yeah. He is just doing his own thing. Yeah, and so yeah. Whereas the Wet Bandits, honestly, they're going to be hungry. They're going to be very motivated to make sure this food gets made and made well. Because I do think they take care. They're like, they care about their work. They take pride in their yeah, work. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think they take pride in like being a good sous chef. And this points out, I think, a big advantage for the Wet Bandits over Kevin McAllister as far as them having more depth as characters. Because right. having both characters, like Marv is going to follow any instructions you give him. That's true. Right? He is going to do that. And Joe Pesci, his character, like, I feel like if he's out of his element, 
he may try and just push his way through it. Yeah. But if not, he's probably going to fall in line. Yeah, he's going to figure it out. Right? You know? He spent time in jail. He knows how to follow orders. Right. He knows He knows how to take instructions. Kevin McAllister is only shown to be a pure, or just, he's just a hurricane of problems and chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is 100% chaotic, neutral, or chaotic, well, I guess chaotic. Yeah, chaotic, neutral. He doesn't care about good or evil. Yeah. No, yeah. He's just doing whatever he yeah, wants to do. He's, he's still, he like used all of his parents' money. That's right. So much of their money. So much of their I mean, money. They, they clearly have a lot of it, but uh, they, well, he yeah. used a lot of he money. He used a lot of money and yeah. had no problem doing it. Like, no. I'll order room service. He did not, at one, for not a second did he ever stop and right. think, maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah, maybe nope. he shouldn't have even left the airport. Maybe he yeah. should have immediately gone, found security at the airport so he could have been reunited with his family. Exactly. Yeah, there, are many things that, there are many things that Kevin McAllister could have done to make all of this better. Like, he wants... To do this. Like, yeah. he wants a ride solo. He wants to have a blank check. That's right. Ugh. You know, I just feel like he just, that's what's terrifying about kids, that they have no sense of, like, discipline or, or a consequence. Yeah. yeah. You know? While the the the, the wet bandits, they definitely know what that risk. Right. They, they know what they're getting. But kids, like, they're just so scary. They, yeah. They're just, <laughs> they're just, they have no sense. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. This isn't going to hurt anybody. This isn't going to hurt. You know, like, yeah, exactly. this is just fun. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if that's a point in his favor, though. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. He kicked their butts. Wasn't even close. He yeah. kicked their butts. And I'd rather hang out with him and his family on exactly. Christmas. Exactly. Much yeah. rather. I mean, definitely, because they're always going fancy places yeah. with like a billion kids. Yeah. They live in that nice house. Oh, such a nice house. You in know? many ways, I think they could have more depth. Than him. Yeah. yeah. And in many ways, they are just as original. Right. But boy, is he pretty cool. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll also be honest, I don't want Kevin McAllister mad at me. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. He will he will find me and he will do terrible, terrible things. But isn't that like isn't that like a like a bad point against him? Because no, because like, you can be like, a bad guy. Like, this is the thing that we keep having a problem with. You yeah. you don't want to pick the bad guy. <laughs> you don't want to pick bad people. But bad people are good characters. That, that he like, is a good character. What's going to happen when we get to Darth Vader? You're going to be like, well, he killed a lot of people. It's he like, killed yeah. a lot of people. No, Darth Vader's great. Right. Darth Vader. He did Heather McAllister is the, is the Darth Vader of, you Darth know. Darth Vader honestly didn't kill that many people. He there killed a, a bunch lot of children. young children. <laughs> he killed a lot of children. Yeah. But, like, Grand sure. Moff Tarkin, just and it's like, Grandma Tarkin blew up a planet. That's true. So, which one is more evil? I submit to you. Mm. Mm. That's a Very conversation. Well. Probably. <laughs> <for that. laughs> one day the bucket will let us know. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. I'm okay moving on with. I'm okay Kevin. moving on yeah, too. I think yeah. Kevin. I think Kevin gets the nod. Yeah. Okay. I think so too. Pick up so, to you. Yeah. Which is well, our final one for. The division. Then. That's gonna be it. That's uh, oh. looks like. Sorry, what bandits? Uh, your plan's been thwarted yet Once again. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Stop. Kevin McAllister is our Christmas special winner. That's crazy. Uh, That's right. This on. mad scientist. He is a great character. Yeah. Yes. He terrifies me. <laughs> he, <laughs> sure. uh, he reminds me of my little brother. And I'm like, please don't be like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in a new t- tradition, yep. we have a new tradition here um, of. Adding a name to the bucket That's from right. our guests. So Jay, you can pick whatever color you want, um, and this will be the one week, unfortunately, where we don't pull new characters from the bucket because our next episode is the last four winners facing off oh. against each other. Yeah, but you get to be the first guest to add a name 
to our yeah. lovely daughter here. Uh, you could either write your name on it and keep it a secret, or you can let everyone know who you're throwing in there. I'm going to keep it a secret. Okay, okay cool. I like that. I'm not going to look. I'm yeah, I like look. that. Yeah, make sure to write your name, too, so we know it's yours. <laughs> I'm actually, this is nerve-wracking. I'm yeah. like, what's he putting in there? I like not knowing. Me, too. That's fun. All right. It's, fun. it's like a little surprise. Yeah. A little surprise in the bucket. You know, throw it in there. There it is. There it goes. All right, sweet. There it goes. It's in the bucket. Awesome. Um, ah, seal this up quickly before they get out. <laughs> ah, I, I, oh, okay. Woo. So next week, now it's in. we're going to next week we're going to have the division 2 finals. Yep. Which is going to be Avatar Aang versus Korra. So wow. the two avatars going head to head. Which again, I swear we're not doing this on purpose. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's it's random, man. It's insane. And it's then, insane. And then it's going to be Doctor Who versus Kevin McAllister. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, the Doctor's going to have a tough matchup. The it's fact a tough that we matchup. have both Avatars and Doctor Who in the same episode is going to be... Uh, it's going to be some upsets. Yeah. That some is some nerd upsets. apocalypse, you guys. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with yeah. your DMs oh, and boy. your messages and your comments. Ooh, That's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh Jay, my God. Yep. if people would like to follow you on the internet, do you have anywhere they can do that? Uh, the best place to follow me is on the Twitters. I'm at Jay Holtham, so J-H-O-L-T-H-A-M. Uh, and you can also watch me play uh, Star Trek Adventures and a homebrew Fallout RPG at happyjacks.org. That's nice. Awesome. That's, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. Cool. Uh, yes. Guys, I'm Matt Acevedo. You know where I am. Or maybe you don't, because I changed my handle. Uh, <laughs> so you find me everywhere at the Matt Acevedo. Uh, come and say hello. Yeah, and I'm at Christian underscore Humes, and we have everything at Sight Heist. Uh, we have a new Discord that'll be up as well, so that you can join that, chat on there. And until next time, everybody, stay, stay on, on the hunt. hunt.